ask me take your pick okay. edition of the Pile On Podcast. You actually got it this time. Yeah, I'm proud yeah, of I'd you. I'd like to you jump practiced. in right off the Are bat. Are we already jumping in? Yeah, I um... Why don't you wait to see the results? <laughs> Who's the host of the program? I don't know. Isn't it Olivia? It is Olivia. All right, so I'd like Olivia to start things out. I don't need you, you to, to welcome everybody. No, right, just ahead, pick Olivia. it up right here. You this want, is okay. Olivia Tassley, Olivia, you got to take charge of this baby, man. Next time, next no, time. No, this time. Right, right here. Right I'm done talking. Let's yeah. do it right now. All right, guys, welcome to the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast Take Your Pick Edition. <laughs> I'm Olivia Tassley. You may recognize these guys as... Dan Hicken and Brent Martineau, and I think we owe Dan a congrats this week. No, that was well done, other than the congrats to Dan. <laughs> that was very, that was very well done. Uh, Go ahead. Are we, taking, are we taking a look at the results? Yeah, we got to take a look Go, at the results. Offer, offer up the congrats part. <laughs> I'm not saying congrats. What do you mean? It's a long season. All right. Hey, there now. it is. There it is, guys. So that's what happened. Look what happened. Last week, before we even jumped on the Facebook edition of the Take Your Pick podcast, I was awful. You were pretty good. You're on a roll. Right now. I'm doing fairly well. This is against the spread, people. You have to this understand is. that, too, like, now. So I'm broke. Yeah. And uh, you're going to, like, the Bahamas. Go to Bahamas, and we're shooting for Europe. Yeah. Or Hawaii. Hawaii. Very nice. Oh. Ah, okay. So here we go. Welcome to the big board, right, Olivia? The Take big it away. Board. We I'm got not allowed graphics. to say this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't say what it actually is, but... We got graphics this week to show off our college picks. Okay. We're going to start down there with Syracuse right. and Clemson. I'm turning around. Yeah, right. there you go. We'll get used to this. Do the hokey pokey. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Pick? Okay. Let's go. You're, you get the lead. Right, you I get the pick. It. Look, I'll do this quickly. Uh, Clemson, a little bit of disarray with the Kelly Bryant news. I think some of those kids really like Kelly. I think that's a tough spot for them. Syracuse getting a whole lot of points, 25. I'm taking the Cuse to cover. Cuse beat them last year. Sunshine is what they call Trevor Lawrence. 25 points, mm -hmm. not a problem. I'll take Clemson. Wow. wow. Right, let's walk down. Here's All a good right, game. Guys. Yeah. Head into Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. This is a tough one. I don't think so. Yeah. Penn State at home, Ohio State's going to roll them, Dan. I like Ohio State as well on that one. I'm not going against the Buckeyes. No? No. No. All right, Virginia Tech and Duke. And Virginia Tech was a big upset last weekend. And, and by the way, uh, we have to remind people, we're on the podcast too. Some people are listening. So we mm -hmm. have to tell them the spread, Dan. So oh, okay. Duke is a five-point favorite? Yeah, Duke is a very good football against team. Against Virginia Tech? Listen, the ACC is garbage, okay? Uh, <laughs> they, they really are. I'm, I'm not saying they're, they're not a very good conference. Duke's a good football team. Duke will beat Virginia Tech by a touchdown. I'll take Duke. Ah, uh, there's a correction here. Virginia Tech loses to Old Dominion one week. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they gonna, I'll take Virginia Tech with the five points. Okay, I like that. There we go. Heading down to Stanford and Notre Dame. Yeah. Best game of the weekend? Yeah, we're closing the go. book on Ian. Notre Dame is a five-and-a-half point favorite. Give me Bryce Love and Stanford. I see what you did there. Ian <laughs> broke the quarterback. Very nicely done. Thank nice you. Five-and-a-half. I'm a little surprised. Stanford just got away with a W last week mm -hmm. late at night on a Saturday at Oregon. But back-to-back -back roadies? Oh, tough. Tough thing to do. I'll take the fight in Irish He's for the Irish. Closet <laughs> Notre Dame fan. Yes, and by the way, I do have them in my Final Four. Uh -huh. If they win this one, Ooh, they could yeah. be well on their way. Notre Dame is not one of the best four teams in the country. So, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I talked to my father-in-law this week. He's <laughs> uh -huh. like, you know, if they beat, they'll have trouble with Navy anyway. Yeah. Virginia Tech doesn't look as good as right. they Florida State doesn't look as You're good. You're right. And if, but they would get to the Final Four and get hammered because they're not nearly as good as an Alabama, an Ohio State, a Clemson, or anybody else. They'll all be lining up to take on Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, let's head to South Carolina against Kentucky. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like a pick-em game. Kentucky's a point-and-a-half favorite, depending on where you wager. Um, listen, 
I believe in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I watched them destroy the Gators. They beat Mississippi State last week. I don't trust the coach of that school. I'm taking the Cats to stay undefeated. <laughs> you, know, you don't trust Will Muschamp. <laughs> no. You know, this is one of those deals where you could feel an, a correction coming on uh -huh. Kentucky because uh -huh. they're high and mighty. They beat Florida. They beat Mississippi State. Nobody expected it, but I just think they're beefy up front. Yeah, right. That Both front, sides. That front might be the hey. third best. Uh, the trenches might be the third best in the SEC. Yeah, the best. Alabama, Georgia, them. Yeah, the best running back in the SEC, the best pass rusher in the SEC. They're a good football if team. If the QB doesn't turn it over, they're pretty good. Yeah. Okay. We so both I, have Kentucky. Yeah, you want to stay in the conference? Let's what go. do we got, Olivia? Yeah, there we go. We're going to do an Old Miss against the LSU Tigers, oh. and it's a late game. LSU's a hard team for me to figure out. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm very wary. Almost got blown out by Alabama. So I think that LSU is thinking, look, we've got to take this team and handle them. I'm going to lay. That's a lot of points. I'm going to lay them. I'm going to take a risk and go with, uh, go with the Tigers. I think go I'm Tigers. <laughs> Eddie O. Go Tigers. Uh, I'm going to go with you, I think. Uh, I hear all your concerns, but Ole Miss's defense is really yeah. shoddy. It's yeah. bad. Uh, Bur Joe Burrow might have a big day for LSU. LSU always plays it close. I just, but <laughs> LSU's front is going to probably destroy Ole all Miss. Right. All right, let's keep going here. Baton right. Rouge. <laughs> there oh. we go. We're going to uh, Pittsburgh and UCF, the undefeated Knights, by the way. Uh, I, I'm going to ride with UCF. I did, yeah. I did it last week, uh, and I think I'm going to do it again. Pitt's not a very good football team. They're not, and I don't know why. I just got a feeling – I think Narduzzi every now and then gets pit up. I think I'll have him ready to go. If it's not broiling at 3.30 Saturday in Orlando, which it could be, <laughs> I'm going to go with Pitt to cover. Not to win, but to cover. 13 and a half points yeah. they have to cover. I got UCF. I like my chances to pick them up. I got, I got this one on the C. This is the CBS 47 game. It's the game of the week. Yeah, this one is going to be over by the half. <laughs> CBS is going to be uh, regretting it. So are we with SEC tonight. Yeah. I'm going to we'll take a full, hour <laughs> show. a full hour show. Lots of college football talk coming up on CBS 47 Saturday night. Georgia will have this covered by the half. Ah, it's an interesting pick. Marcel, by the way, just said, yes, nice pick, Dan. He likes you today. That's why he's uh, here. He wanted to hear that. In, in high school football, they have a running clock in the second half if mm -hmm. things get carried away. Yeah. They could do that here. But here's the deal. Go look at some of the cupcakes that Georgia plays. Yeah. And they, it's like uh, Kirby Smart doesn't like to really put it on people. Okay. I mean, this is Tennessee. Yeah. I think they actually call off the dogs. Well, <laughs> very nice. At one point. And I'm going to say it's a backdoor cover okay. by the balls. All right. I, I can All deal right. with that. There we go. Let's head to FSU and Louisville. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough. These are two really oh bad teams, goodness. two really bad offenses. Bobby Petrino uh, has one of the worst offenses in the country, which is hard for me to say. Um, but with all that said, um, I, think, I think we're going to – Spread it out and let Francois throw for 350. I like FSU. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know where you were going with that yeah. when you were kind of fooling me. Yeah. Six and a half points at home. Yeah. I got burned by this last week with Tennessee getting four and a half right. at home, but I'm going with it again. If you can give me six and a half points at home to a team we can't even figure out in Florida State, <laughs> yeah. I'll take. I'll, I'll just take a Louisville. Like they, they bounce back and that. they at least cover. We have yeah, one yeah. more here. And we save the I'm best for last. I'm gonna do the okie dokie here. Dan, this here is your you. team. You yeah. gonna Stay confident against. Speaking you? of a team you can't figure out much. Yeah. The hook is big here. Seven and a half yeah. points, Mississippi State favored at night with the cowbells ringing at six o'clock. I'm just pick out, I'll throw this one away. I'll pick it with my heart. I'll give, give me the Gators, seven and a half point dogs. I'll take Florida to cover against Mississippi State. I, if you had asked me two weeks ago, I would have bet the spread against Florida. Played a much better football game. 
I will say this. Dan Mullen knows this personnel he better does. than anybody. He does. I think that might be a little bit of an advantage, so I'll take Florida. Yeah, you know, and I come with you on the points. I think Mississippi State wins the game, but I think the, the Gators keep it close. The, the thing is, when we asked this question all last year, mm-hmm. can Felipe Franks do it in the clutch? Yeah. Can he bring you back at the end? Say you're down four points. Can he lead you to a touchdown? He doesn't have to. He, he just has to stay within seven and well, a half. I know. That's why <laughs> no. I think they'll lose the game, right? I think they'll lose the game, but I think it could be close. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to come with you on the Gators. Uh, they don't win the game, but they cover. All right. There we go. And that's our 10 matchups for college. All you right. guys blew right through that. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do. We're going yeah. fast. Yeah. Okay. We, are going we don't want to keep the attention of the folks listening on the podcast and here on Facebook or wherever else. Are you okay? I'm just looking at that picture of me. I think it's a... This yeah, I guess that's right. right. Here? I guess my hair is pretty gray. Yeah, it's pretty gray. <laughs> that's sad. I got a couple of gray hairs. We're going to start splashing a few on mine. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get there soon enough. There we go. All right, let's head to the NFL. Oh, oh, oh look at this. Let's go, let's go back here to the desk while All we right, do this. I, like I can get my full attention on I'll the NFL. I'll let you go first on the NFL. The NFL is so darn tricky. Right. The Dallas Cowboys are terrible. The Detroit Lions come to town on Fox. One o'clock. I'm taking the Cowboys by three. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, they got to figure this out sooner or later. I'll roll with Dallas, too. Okay. I like that one. I'm, I'm, I'm with the Cowboys on that with the three points. All right, guys. Let's head on to our next college, or sorry, NFL matchup mm-hmm. the Buccaneers and the Bears. By the way, nice job on the graphics. Thank These you. things look really good. They do look good. Um, podcast folks, sorry, you can't see it, but you can see it on <laughs> Facebook on the Action Sports Jacks page. Uh, the Chicago, I here's the deal, Dan. Yeah. Fitz Magic. It's not Fitz tragic, it's just Fitz regular. Okay. Uh, and Chicago wins. Khalil Mack's going to have a day. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. I'll give, give me one more week of Fitzmagic. Okay. I, I, I'm not sold on that Chicago offense, and I'm not sold on Mitchell Trubisky. I, I hear you. I just, I, you know, but Tampa's defense is not very good, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tampa. I think we're going to have a quarterback controversy, by the way, in Tampa yep. by the end of next week. No, I think by the it, end of this week. I think it plays out. I, I don't think it'll be a controversy because I think if, if Fitzmagic struggles, Winston comes back. He's 35 years old. He gets nicked up. Winston, eventually, it'll be Jameis Winston's team. Yeah. Just how long can you ride the hot hand? You throw for 400 yards three straight weeks, you stay with the guy. Even if you play bad this week, right. I think you got to almost stay with yeah. him. But people will talk more about it after That's this true. week is my guess. That's true. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, the undefeated uh, Dolphins huh. and the Patriots. Let me jump in on this one, Brent Martineau. Uh, the Patriots coming off two straight losses are 6-1 and one against the spread. Lay the points, take New England. He's done his homework he, again. Again, I mean, he's again. Roll, he's I'm just telling good. you. I just, that gap's going to get wider. I was like, Dan, did you get this thing done this week? <laughs> no, I've been doing some research. <laughs> uh, that's been the problem. This is a wild game now. Miami, if they go into Foxborough and win, they have a three-game lead in the AFC East and New England done, in my opinion. Don't fool yourself. But it's not happening. I agree. This is – the Dolphins – They've looked good, give them credit, yeah. but they're not 4-0 good going to Foxborough winning the game. I'll You're take the Patriots. The yes. Ending the streak. All right, guys, let's do Bengals and Falcons. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. I like, I like Atlanta. Uh, the Bengals have been a pretty good football team, though, and the Falcons have struggled, but uh, I'm going to take Atlanta. Marcel, did you find out about A.J. Green? He didn't do his homework. I'm going to take Atlanta to win. Atlanta's not going to be 1-3. They're, yeah. they're beat up. They're beat up defensively. They lost their best yeah. corner, lost their best safety. Linebacker, too. Lost their best defensive player is Deion Jones. Uh, but they're going to win that game and cover. Matt Ryan better That's lead a lot the way. Of pl- or Matt Ryan, you're overrated, five, as Jalen Ramsey five points, said. Five points is a lot, though. It is a lot in the NFL. I can see a 21-17 win for Atlanta. Well, and that's a big L then for Then take Danny. the back door. Nah, no. let's keep going. Sticking with your pick? Yeah, All right. we, we got to start. We got to get away from each other here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Buffalo and Green Bay laying yeah. 10. I mean, boy, 
Vegas wasn't fooled. <laughs> I mean, where were they? Uh, this is the weirdest two games last week to me. Green oh, Bay yeah. got beat by two touchdowns to Washington. The Bills somehow crushed the Vikings. And both games you thought were terribly, uh, uh, yeah, I, and you were wrong on both. I was. Basically, I was right? really wrong on the Green Bay. I, I didn't get that. Yeah. Vegas was right on the money. Yeah. I think Vegas is on the money here, too. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a day against the Bills, even though they have a decent defense. At Lambeau, you're not going to Minnesota and Green Bay and winning two in a row. Ten points is a lot. Rookie st- struggles. I'll take, I'll take Aaron Rodgers, too. I laid ten. Double digits. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Buffalo. We Sorry, like hometown. The same picture in the NFL. I'm just yeah. trying to stay close today, and I guess. <laughs> I hate the Titans. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles. Already. I can't even say it. We yeah. all do Sorry, Olivia. Titans. at home? Hate you em. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the Titans to cover the spread. I've got the Eagles winning the game, but I'll take the plus four yeah, at home. Titan fan. In Nashville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tighten up, why yeah. don't you say? No, tighten up. No, 13 to 9. Brent's tightening up. 13 to 10. <laughs> tighten up, Brent. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Jeff Fisher's in town this week. (laughs) This is a podcast, right? We can say these things, right? We can. This is not on television. All right, here we go. Uh, The Colts. The Colts and the Texans. Colts uh, favored by a point and a half. I got Houston here. I I, I am not buying into this Colts thing, even though they have played pretty good football. Uh, But I'm taking Houston. They have to get off the schneid. Andrew Luck's not the same player he used to be. The gun's not there anymore. Sorry, Colonel. Colonel? Captain? What's his name? Captain. Captain, Captain. Captain Andrew Luck. Sorry, Captain. Captain. Uh, the sidearm's not the same. Uh, it's not Deshaun Watson's fault. Houston finally gets off the schneid. Deshaun Watson, by the way, even in losses, has thrown for like 300-plus yards yes. the last couple of weeks. He might really have a day against this defense. And J.J. Uh, Watt, three sacks last week. He'll get to luck now, at listen, least listen, I, I don't think they're going to... And he plays tough. And he's played they, hard the first Frank three Frank hasn't played He's done tough. a nice job. But keep in mind, he went to the Eagles, played. He knew all about the Eagles. That's true. He used to coach there. That's true. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Next game, we got the Seahawks and the Cardinals. This is lock of the week. Dan's lock yeah. of the week. Yeah, lay the money on this one, Pat, if you're listening. Uh, take Seattle <laughs> and the points. <laughs> he probably will be listening. Yeah, go with the Seahawks. Uh, rookie quarterback, Josh Rosen. I'm not feeling it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Seattle. Gosh, I'm coming with you too much on here. I, I like Seattle too. Mm-hmm. Seattle's mm-hmm. been struggling. You guys picked a lot last weekend too for NFL teams. Yeah, we did. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL the last couple of weeks is, seems but easy. We're wrong. But we're wrong. But and you end up being wrong. wrong. That's the amazing thing <laughs> yeah. about it. Here we go. All right, guys. Let's do the next game. We got our excuse me. Raiders and Cleveland Browns. You're gonna Baker. you're gonna go against me on this one. Yeah, because so. I'm going the Raiders. Are you? Yeah. So am I. Ah, I picked the Raiders. Yeah. Dang it. In yeah. our, that means in our fedora picture, yeah. you picked the Raiders, I picked too. the Raiders. I thought for sure you would take Sorry the Browns and catch You're up. I'm going to break the desk again. Yeah, I'm not going with Baker Mayfield in his first game on the road. No, I'm going to take Oakland. All right. Two All right. and a half points we got to cover there. Okay. There we go. Let's do our next pick. Let's we got it. the Saints and the Giants. Here, you're not coming with me here, either. I got the Giants at home. No, I'm three not. Three and a half Giants cover three and a half <laughs> at home. Surprise of the week, potentially, in the NFL. I think Drew Brees is the most underrated superstar in the NFL. He is so good. Uh, He, Kamara, and Thomas could become, they they rival to me like the triplets of Aikman, Irvin, and Smith. That's how good Michael Thomas. James and Harrison. Yes, Michael Thomas has, I think, 38 catches in three games. Yeah, yeah. They go. He's on pace for like 175 catches, well, Brees which would be about Brees, 174 Brees more than Marcel Robinson would have. Yeah, true. Brees, in the NFL. he throws it 60 times a game. His arm's going to fall off. Um, I like the Giants. I like, he likes the the Saints. Saints. I like the Saints. There we go. Finally got a difference. All right, let's head to our next picks. Whew, ten and a half. Hello, <laughs> C.J. Beathard. Is that his name? Yes. R.J. D.J. I think you got it. Yeah, it's going to be. That's Burrish guy. 
Yeah. yeah. CJ Beathard. Let me tell you something. Uh, Butters McChompers beat that guy 30 to 3 in the Outback Bowl. Lay the points and take the LA Chargers. And Garoppolo's out. out for I think the he's talking about a former Gator coach. <laughs> and Garoppolo's out for the year. Uh, so Beathard's in. Is that bad? Uh, the Chargers by 10 and a half. They have no home advantage. Uh, I'm going to take the Niners to like cover it. the 10 and a half. That's a lot in the NFL. That is a lot. All right, let's do our next one. The Ravens and the Steelers. Why do we have what the, what's the Steelers? Huh? Where's the logo? It's, it's the other side. It's on the side. other side for uh, some reason. Can we flip that I don't next get time? It. Yeah. That bothers okay. me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That looks like something out of the XFL. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the Steelers are at home against Ravens. You know this one's going to be a smash mouth game. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers at home. They get on a little bit of a roll and find themselves. I'm gonna t- I-, I told you, I-, I think the Steelers are in for their comeuppance this year. I don't. I'm not big on Pittsburgh. I thought Ben was great last week, but I'm going to take Baltimore. If Baltimore wins this game, look out. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore. They might have the path now in the AFC North. Hayden Hurst was on the practice fields this week. Oh, that's good. Good to see the local guy back. Uh, by the way, in that game, uh, if you listen on the podcast, three points for the Steelers. Yes. given three points. Yes. I've got the Steelers. Dan's got the Ravens. All of a sudden, we're going the opposite way all the time. Yeah. Here we go. I just had to say something first. That's all right. right. We got oh. the Chiefs and the Broncos. Oh, Monday yeah. night football. Monday night football. Easy. Uh, Dan says easy. I say watch this as your second Do surprise it. of the week. Do the Broncos it. definitely cover, might outright win yeah. at home on Monday Night Football Mile High. You want to throw a dime down between you and me on this one? Sure. Okay. Dime bet, ladies and gentlemen. I'll take Kansas City. There we go. All right, guys. And Kansas we saved the best fire. for last once again. Our Jets. Seven and, and a half. Jets. Oh, my. We couldn't even score seven and a half a week ago. <laughs> That's right. That's what true. are we going to do? Can we get a safety this week to cover for the shutout? Where are we going to? I got to buy that hook down. That's what I got to do. <laughs> Tease it. Tease that thing. Uh, before we make the pick, how about a couple of thoughts on this game? Uh, we have no idea. Some guys are playing or not playing. You won't know until it comes right. out uh, 90 minutes before. I do think the Jags bounce back nice from losses last year. They've got the same makeup on this team. The defense even can play better against a rookie QB in terms of turning, getting turnovers. I think it's a big day for one of the groups. Um, Dan didn't do his homework. Dan, I'm no, a, I did it. Dan, it's a tough call, but this, the Jags need to finish 3-1. They're actually the more desperate team in this situation, in my opinion. I think they, uh, they cover the 7.5. I hate to go against the Jags. I, the Jags are going to win the game, but seven and a half yeah, is a crazy. You said it right. I mean, they scored I mean, six last week. And they only scored 13 offensively against the Giants. 21 to I think you should take the Jets. Well, I'm going to take. I mean, I would advise you to take the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets to cover. Okay. Good. I am. I'll do it. I, I, 21-15 Jags. I mean, Does Yahoo. believe in the no. Jacksonville Jaguars. Tighten up. This man who's been around here a long time. Tighten up. Does not believe in your Jaguars. Prove it to me, Jags, after this that. This guy does. Yeah. I'm with you, BB-5. <laughs> hey, BB-5. And 2.0. He's wide open. Throw him the ball. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We got some teases to go through. All right. What do we got? You, yeah, you take it away. You're the host. Take it away. You wrap All it right. up. I can't talk. All right, there's a difference this week. We have Countdown to Kickoff Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's on CBS 47. But then you got to click over to your other official Jaguar station. The Jets versus the Jags game is 1 p.m. on Fox 30. With Jeff Fisher in town. Jeff Fisher. You, hey, by the way, if Jeff Fisher calls a game in which Jason Myers kicks the game-winning field goal <laughs> over the Jags for the Jets, the Jaguars are never winning a Super Bowl ever. Oh, no. Like, ever. 
Is there another that cannot tease? happen. That scenario cannot happen on Sunday. No. Is there another tease? Is There's another tease. I was going off the it's rails okay. for a second. I know. That's all right. I'll let you have your moment, but it's mine now. All right. We got the Jaguars post-game show right after the game. Get your mobile app. Get your tablet. Go to your computer. Tune into Action News Jacks or our Action News Jacks Facebook page and watch Brent and Dan get coach reaction, player reaction, and break down what happens against the Jets. I like that. We'll have our pom-poms on. Oh, but other teams. <laughs> and of course, this is y'all's tease. You take this one uh, away. 10.30 on Fox 30, 11.30 on CBS 47. We would like to mention that you can watch Stuart Weber on Saturday night host that show. Do you um, make a guest appearance he right really here? really would like to be shown on television <laughs> right is. now. The uh, one and only. Fedora leader. Yeah. Dr. Fantasy. And then we'll recap the whole Jags game with the entire crew, including Mr. Robinson's come neighborhood. Come on, come yeah, on. He too would like to Jenny. be on the camera right now. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's one happy family here at Action Sports Jacks. But uh, Olivia, great job hosting. If I lose any more ground to Dan on this Take Your Pick segment, well then Cancel. you are We're picking canceled. and I'm hosting this. <laughs> there we go. I'll take it. I'll take the change. All right. All right. <laughs> there we go, guys. That was Take Your Pick Podcast Edition. We'll see you next week. Football is back this time on Fox. The Jags, well, they're regrouping after a tough division loss. That puts the pressure on Jacksonville to get a win. Malik Jackson, Corey Grant, David Garrard, plenty of Jags football to discuss. And a trip around the NFL, including the biggest topics in the first month of the season. And that means, can you even sack the quarterback anymore? Countdown to kickoff with us right now on Fox 30. Now, Action Sports Jacks Thursday Night Football Countdown to Kickoff. Sponsored by the Action News Jacks app. Download now. The New York Jets come to town on Sunday. That means rookie QB Sam Darnold against the Jags defense. Look out. One o'clock kick on Fox 30 at the bank. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Countdown to Kickoff. Brett Martineau, Dan Hicken here to help kick off week number four, not just here in Jacksonville, but across the NFL. Man, we got a good one tonight, right? Rams and Vikings coming up. Big game in the NFL. Good matchup. The game on Fox 30 in about an hour. What a lineup, Brent. The entire Action Sports Jackson is here, plus our quarterback, David Garrard. We're at Malik Jackson's house and at Jags headquarters with running back Corey Grant. Let's go! Alright, let's get it to go. And too many names on the Jags injury report on a Thursday in September. Heck, even the kicker missed practice today. Oh, no. Josh Lambo with some hip issues in all seven Jags limited during today's practice, including three offensive linemen. Remember Cam Robinson already out for the season. Still the hope most will play on Sunday in a game against the Jets. They got some good talent, but uh, like I say every week, it's kind of, it, I feel like it's more so about us. Um, I feel that we're the best in the NFL. and We have to go out there and prove it. Ramsey's showing off a new line of hats he's developed that are being sold in the team's pro shop with the money going to his Ramsey Reach Foundation. We will be with you every Thursday night for the next 11 weeks here on Fox 30. It won't be just us, though. The star of this show will be a big money, big time player. I'm not talking about you, Dan. Not me. No, no instead, it's Malik Jackson, the Jags. Pro Bowl defensive tackle will join us weekly, sometimes at the stadium, sometimes in the studio, and sometimes from his home. Tonight, we head out to the beach. Malik joining us, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he can hear us if uh, he's ready to go. We made a Malik mural on the wall that says it all. Tonight, he paints a picture of his resume. Take it away. Tell us about your background, Malik Jackson. Oh, well, you guys are here in my beautiful home, Jacksonville home. Uh, my background is my Super Bowl 50 jersey that I won in San Francisco, uh, Super Bowl 50, of course. Um, but, you know, before this came a long journey, you know, a lot of you guys know I went to Tennessee. I'm very proud of that. Um, got drafted to the Denver Broncos, had a lot of good years. There have been a two Super Bowls. 
lost one that wasn't a truly good day, but the other one was, and, and that's what we see right here. So it's just a beautiful journey of getting drafted fifth round pick and or fifth round and uh, just uh, fighting through a lot of adversity and just continue to grow and, and be a, to, to the leader I am today. So, yeah. Important part of this defense, this outstanding defense. All right, Malik, the Jets come to town, known more for their defense than their offense. Do you have a rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold? Is it more so you guys do what you do, or do you change things up to try to confuse the young kid? No, I think we just do what we do. I think we have enough players to where we all just be who we be and uh, allow them to change. You know, they got to come to our house and adapt to us. So I think that the game plan we've been putting in has been the same as the last few weeks as far as with a few things, of course, to uh, adjust to the Jets. But now we are who we are, and we're going to do what we need to do to win. All right, Malik Jackson, we'll catch back up with you in a minute. You're going to take us for a little mini tour of the home. Mm -hmm. He's, again, live at his house right now. So uh, we'll get back with Malik Jackson in just a moment. By the way, you can join us for the Jets coverage on Sunday. It's mm -hmm. a Jags day around here on your official <laughs> Jaguar stations. 11.30 a.m. on CBS 47. Another edition of Countdown to Kickoff, of course. And then 1 o'clock on Fox 30. Now, keep in mind, it's a little strange because it's two AFC teams, but it's still on Fox 30, 1 o'clock game. And then we will have you covered all week long. All right, time to bring in our quarterback. Hello to David Garrard. Hey. What's up, man? What's up, guys? We got you off the football field, and now in the night Finally, suit. back in the studio where the AC is blowing. <laughs> That's right. It's been a hot yeah. September, David. Yes. All right, here's the deal. Let's go back to last week real quick, and we're going to take three segments. The blame game. Let's begin with Blake Bortles. Six points only. How much of the blame does he get for no touchdowns. Well, you know, as a quarterback, we always know that <laughs> we get a lot of the blame. And he should get a lot of the blame because there were guys open. He had the opportunity to hit receivers that were running wide open. Um, but then there's blame on the receivers as well. They should have caught some of these passes that he did hit them in. What happened is they had no rhythm. They were three and out so many times because of a, a misplay here, a misplay there. And so the game just became stagnant for most of the game, unfortunately. When you're dealing with young receivers, David, there's going to be mistakes and growing pains, and that's probably part of it. But if you put the ball on their hands, do you, you, you got to expect them to catch Absolutely. it. And they, and they know they have Absolutely. to catch it. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, when they do have a drop early, you try to feed them again so that mm -hmm. they can get over that and they can be good the rest of the game and not be thinking, man, I had a drop so far ago. Now, is he ever going to throw the ball to me again? Right. You want to go ahead and get that out the way. All right, one last part of the blame game. How much Nathaniel Hackett, we praised him for the sure. game plan against the Patriots, was fantastic, was aggressive. David, 28 out of 34 passes, six yards or less in this game. Yeah. Was that the game plan? How much does he have to take that on him? So I think the way the game was going, he realized, let me get some easy passes for Blake so mm -hmm. that we can just get some things going, get in a rhythm, and then we can start throwing the ball on the field. Well, that never happened. So he was just continuing to try to get some easy passes. And the time got to the fourth quarter, we hadn't completed many of them. And so it, it just became tough for him to call a real gung-ho, let's throw the ball on the field game plan. Real quick. David, you're the quarterback. You're going over the game plan with the offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. How much could you sit there and say, I don't know. What What do we Oh, my gosh. Or, so much. 100% of the time, okay. you can say, Coach, I don't like this play. What he's going to say is, you know what? We like what we saw on film, so let's keep that one in there. Because <laughs> the coaches, they put plays together, and they're like, I want to see this one work. And I had that happen with me and Dirk Cutter one time. I didn't like a play, but he said, let's just see. We like the matchup. And actually, that play ended up being a big 
play in the game. So okay. sometimes it does work for them. All right. We're going to talk to you on Sunday when you join us for Countdown to Kickoff about getting the ball down the field. Even sometimes if it's not there, taking your shots. But we're not done with you. We've got you coming back here on Countdown to Kickoff as we roll on Rams and Vikings tonight. When we come back, a mini episode of Cribs. More about Malik Jackson as he gives us a little bit of a tour and tells us about his family. Coming up next on Countdown to Kickoff. Well, we are calling it the Malik mural on the wall that says it all here at Action Sports Jacks. We will paint it a different way every Thursday night on Countdown to Kickoff to get you ready for Thursday night football and for the Jags' upcoming game and to learn a little bit more about number 97, Malik Jackson. You know what number sticks out to me, Dan? What's that? In four years with Denver, he had 14 and a half sacks. In three years, not even really, right. with the Jags. 14 and a half sacks. Great story, and he has been an outstanding football player for this organization, and I think the best is yet to come. Yeah, welcome back, Rams and Vikings. Good game tonight on Fox 30, a little after 8 o'clock. Brent and Dan with you right now. And Malik is joining us every Thursday, the Jags Pro Bowl defensive tackle. He'll join us uh, in studio at the stadium, sometimes at his house. That's where he is tonight. So time to go back out to visit with Malik. and He's going to tell us a little bit more about himself and that beautiful young lady behind him. Hey, Malik. Hey guys, yes, so if you know me, if you follow me, you know I love my little girl. And so I had this huge little wall of her. So now we're talking about murals, but I had this little wall of her, you know, because uh, she lives in uh, LA. So it just keeps me uh, able to see her, you know, touch her a little bit. But here we had what I want to say when she was six months. And then uh, as she gets over, I want to say this is a year and a half. They're all mixed together. So, you know, you really got to go and just find them. But uh, yeah, just. You know, just lets me see her every day. You know, reminds me why I'm here, why I'm working so hard, why I'm sacrificing, and you know, it's 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 uh, all it's not. I all think for we might have lost. Uh, so, yeah. Did we? No, we got him. Okay. Yeah, that looks great. Hey, Malik. Now, what about tonight? I, we were talking to you in the locker room the other day, and Malik said. They asked him, did you watch the, the Browns-Jets game? He said, I watched, but I had to go to bed. <laughs> so he said, are we staying up tonight? Are we watching the Rams and the Vikings, Malik? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to stay up tonight. You know, the, the East Coast doesn't really get too much love with the uh, with time games come on, especially playoff games. We think we all know that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to stay up. You know, I have some studying to do of my own from the Jets, so I'll try to get that in. But, you know, I have two TVs, so I think I'll try to turn one on on, on a game tonight to see what's up. All right, Malik Jackson, thanks for letting us in your place. And, of course, we'll see you every Thursday here on Countdown to Kickoff. Good luck on Sunday, man. Thank you, guys. Go Jags. All right. All right. Thanks, Malik. Next up, we go to Jags headquarters to try and fix the offense. Running back Corey Grant joins us from Jags HQ right after this. Logan, on that first punt, did you feel me almost in front of you? Hey, let's go ahead and score real quick. Corey Grant has gone from undrafted free agent to hanging on this roster for a few years to a weapon in the game plan for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to Countdown to Kickoff. Brent and Dan getting you ready for Thursday night football. Always some Jags talk. Yeah, we haven't seen the Jags trio of running backs as we hope just yet. Leonard's been a bit banged up. TJ Yeldon's got an ankle. Corey Grant has had to play multiple roles so far. Yeah, Corey joins us now from Jags headquarters. Corey, how much do you guys look forward to going back to work on a week like this coming off a Sunday performance like you had? Um, that's something that you know that we're really looking forward to. You know, we uh, we used it in the in the preseason and it worked really well. You know, with all three backs going and and you know with all of us back this week, that's going to be something to, to to really to really look forward to. 
something we saw against New England, especially for you. Your role is ever-evolving and slowly being defined. Talk to me about what you like when you're out there on the, on the field offensively. Uh, you know, just the defense just being on their, you know, toes. You know, they never know what to expect. And, you know, with Leonard out, um, I kind of had to, you know, take on his role a little bit and, and um, you know, help TJ out. But, you know, just being out there, they never know what to expect. And even with me and Leonard out there, when we have, you know, both backs out there at the same time, it's, it's just it's exciting because you can just tell the defense on their toes and they don't know what to expect. It's exciting for us to watch. And everywhere we go, the question is always, why don't they use Corey Grant more? But I want to ask you about I want to ask you about punt coverage. Uh, you, you guys finally got stopped on a fake punt. What happened? Punt return team, they knew something was up. You know, I haven't been playing a lot of punt, and you know, to go out there on that punt and and, and to go in motion, you know, that fast, and they actually had some overhang players over there. So, and, and exactly when I went out there, I could hear the defense, well, not the defensive coordinator, but the special teams coordinator going crazy on their sideline. So I was like, uh, they know something's up. Can you? Give us a sense of the excitement going into that play when it is called by the coaching staff. Oh, yeah, that's very exciting. You know, it's a play that that you're not looking for. It brings excitement to the game. And, and one thing I've learned in the past, I think, week or two is um, – quarterbacks, uh, Blake loves fakes punt. You know, he talks about it all the time and sometimes we're on the sideline and it could be you know, he can be coming off and he asks me like, are y'all running the fake here? And I'm like, no, or I tell him, you know, maybe but uh, it, it just brings excitement to me and, and over the entire team. Well, you're a great testament to never giving up. You've been a lot of fun to watch and we wish you nothing but the best. Corey Grant, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Well, we were in Minnesota in August when the Jags practiced against the Vikings. Super Bowl aspirations for the Vikings. Now Minnesota is 1-1-1 in a big game tonight on the road against the undefeated Rams. Ooh. Hope you set your fantasy lineups. And if you need some last-minute advice, we can only attempt to help. That's what we do. Let's bring in Action Sports Jack Stewart Weber. He's keeping an eye on who to sit and start in this one. Much like we're on Fournette hamstring watch here in Jacksonville, the Twin Cities have been doing the same thing with Dalvin Cook all week long. If you ask me, they wasted their time. Minnesota's facing a top-notch defensive line in the Rams. So the sits, and for me, it's whoever gets the majority of snaps at running back for the Vikings this week. They are in for a long night. That said, I'm actually staying away from the Rams defense because of the now thin secondary. Kirk Cousins, if he's worth that mega contract from this offseason, should be able to rack up the points with Thielen in digs. And for L.A., Todd Gurley is the guy. He'll get 20 or so carries and probably about 100 yards. Last Thursday night, the Browns celebrated a rescue from the pit of misery. Tonight's game should also be entertaining, but more so because you have two pretty good teams in action with fantasy implications. Guys, let's go back to you. Ah, painful penalties. The latest NFL controversy costing teams football games. Will it change? That story's coming up next. You pay $660 million for football, you get good games. And we got the Rams and the Vikings coming up in just a few minutes here on Fox 30. Should be a good one. Yeah, every week on Thursday Night Football, we like to take a quick peek at the NFL storylines, and there are plenty of them in the first month of the year. Yeah, like Marcus Mariota, who came off the bench to beat the Jags Sunday. This week, he'll start for Tennessee against the Eagles. Lots of Philly fans around here this week. Yeah, and how about the Miami Dolphins? Could they take a three-game lead against the New England Patriots in the AFC East undefeated? At this point, the Patriots reeling at one and two. 
That will be one to watch in the AFC East on Sunday. I'll take the Pats. A bizarre and concerning story around one of the Vikings' big defenders. Everson Griffin is not with the team. Minnesota sent him home last weekend, concerned about his well-being. He didn't play against the Bills, and according to reports, Griffin involved in a couple of incidents last weekend where police had to be called. Well, there's no better way for us to kick off Thursday Night Football on Fox. And with this matchup, it's fantastic. You've got the Rams and that great offense and the Vikings and their terrific defense. I mean, for us, this is as good as it gets in the NFC. No, it's, a, it's an awesome opening night on Fox, Thursday Night Football. And I think when you look at it, like you said, two teams coming off huge years last year, playoff teams come into 2018 with big expectations. They're off to good starts. Kirk Cousins, of course, big splash in free agency. He's playing awfully well. And has ignited that offense for the Minnesota Vikings. And then the Rams, of course, they brought in big names on both sides of the ball, and Dominican Sue, and then Brandon Cooks, and uh, just a well-coached team with Sean McVay. I'm excited about it. It should be a lot of fun. Yep, and uh, let's face it, this could have playoff implications later in the year, so a big game early on Fox on Thursday night. Stop cyberbullying Joe Buck. <laughs> the league issue of September is penalties. Roughing the passer penalties are more than double what they were last year through three weeks. Some of them look absurd. While the NFL tries to protect quarterbacks from injury. Plenty of reaction around the NFL. Even QBs think the league is going <laughs> soft on some of the calls. That's a big deal. Could be a big impact on Saxonville. Action Sports Jack's Marcel Robinson. More from the Jags locker room. The ever-changing landscape of the NFL took another turn in 2018. The attempt to make the game safer actually had an inverse effect on the gameplay. And whether the game is safer or softer, it's certainly taking some getting used to for everyone. You're going 100 sure. miles an hour, and somebody's pulling them this way, and he's, uh, you know what I mean? You, if, you, if you want to go right, what do you do? You, move, you know, so they're just like, oh, head down, flat. And that's not, not to me, that's not realistic, or that's not, that's not functional in this business. Now, don't get me wrong, because I'm standing with my players on this, that I do not agree with it. It is making the game softer. But at the end of the day, what is talking about it going to do? We understand the rule. We understand that it's out there. Again, we're football players. Let's play the game. The owners own the quarterbacks, their biggest investment. They want to protect them. Are they going to change it? The number of roughing the passer penalties through week three of the season has almost doubled since last year. The league's competition committee has begun looking at the defensive rules, but the fear is that their definition of a safe game is a complete contrast to those who strap up on Sundays. In the studio, Marshall Robinson, Action Sports Jacks. All righty, it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing here? Are uh, we ruining the game? Absolutely. I don't like it for a few reasons. I don't like it for a few reasons because, first of all, you're taking away just a natural play where uh, a defender is hitting a quarterback and they're just going to the ground. He's not trying to pile drive him into the ground. He's not lifting him in the air and slamming him, which has happened a few times to me. So I understand them trying to protect the quarterback, but you're not making it a natural play for the defender anymore. And then also, like, your quarterbacks are bigger, faster, stronger as well. Yeah. Not all of them, but quite a few of them are. You try to do that to Big Ben, think about how you're going to get him down. By the time you're thinking about it, he's already moved off and thrown a 45-yard completion. Please don't even think about that against Cam because Cam is already in the end zone while you were thinking about how you were going to sack him. You can't do that. You can't take the edge from the defense because their job is to go hunt the quarterback and get the quarterback. Once they get there, they're there. Let them take them to the ground best they can. 
Imagine trying to sack him today, by the way. <laughs> Take some people. I'm curious, is there one hit that stands out when you played? Is it, you, did anybody ever kind of lift you up and pile drive you? Oh, my gosh, it? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there were a few times where, and I, I can't really remember the, the person, uh -huh. or, but I just remember being lifted in the air yeah. and a lot of weight, weight. falling yeah. on me. So there is a, a fine difference in somebody that's really trying to drive you to the ground and somebody that's just making a tackle. I mean, Clay Matthews, those were just yeah. tackles. Yeah. There's no way you can flag somebody for that. If you do, the football is just changing completely now. The irony of it with the Packers situation, it was it's really the Aaron Rodgers it rule. Is the Rodgers He's the one rule. that got yeah. hurt last year, and now it's Clay Matthews for the Packers. <laughs> being, now, listen, you guys can be sitting ducks in the pocket. Yeah. So yeah. I get the safety issue. They make a ton of money now, QBs. But you know what else is interesting? These pass rushers, they probably make the second amount, most amount yeah. of money, yeah. right? Owners pay big dollars for that commodity as well. Absolutely. So where does it change? Will there be a fine line? Will we blend in the middle? Or I just think they can't continue to throw so many flags on basic tackles. They're just basic tackles. I understand what they're trying to do, but they're going to have to pull the flag back some. Even the, when the quarterbacks start chiming out saying, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, enough is enough. Let, let us be court. We want to be football players as well. Don't turn us into punters right. and kickers. Oh. Or we're going to just put that's, flags that's, on you and have yeah, the guys pull I mean, them out. That was for you, Scobie. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's the Jets coming to town. Uh, uh, let's get David's pick first and see what you think about the Jaguars and the Jets. And uh, it, you can do it every week and make it a huge game, but obviously yeah. it's one you got to have. Well, you're coming off of a loss uh, and an ugly one too. So I just want to see the offense perform and perform like they should. I think the defense is going to, you know, stand up and. and Take notice once again. They're going to continue to keep this team in every ball game, but I want to see a nice, good win by our offense, defense, special teams, everyone, and uh, we should come out with a win. All right, who you like, Rams or Vikings? Uh, you know what? I got the, I believe the Rams in this one. You better start picking the winners because I'm doing, doing very terrible well. right now. So <laughs> Rams. <laughs> Rams, I'll take the Rams as well. By the way, check out our podcast, Action Sports. Jack's Pylon Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Take a listen every single week. A lot of Jags talk. All right, there it is. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Jags and Jets. But we are going to send you off to the National guys right now. For Malik Jackson, Stuart Weber, Marcel Robinson, David Garrard, Dan Hicken, I'm Brett Martineau. Have fun watching football tonight. <laughs>